if I would have a bad year, I would tend to look away from it. But actually, can you practice to then also look at it? Can you then practice to look at it and be okay with it? Be kind with it. Be in trust that your business is growing, whether you see it in the practical results or not. Sometimes business growth means inner growth first. Welcome to the Seeing in the Dark podcast, the podcast for the women of the ancient futures, women that see beyond eyes and know beyond mind and are here to make a change from a deep communion with the mystery of life. Seeing in the Dark is about walking paths that have not been walked before and daring to show up for the mission and dream life that is knocking on your door. My name is Nicole Nima Costeras, mystic, medium, initiated priestess, and here to take you into the mysteries of purpose, power, ritual, and intuition. May you embody your own unique essence so deeply that your vibration naturally teaches, inspires, and assists others. Let's dive in. Welcome to 10 questions to reflect on 2023. This is an episode that I build up as a journaling practice. So for this episode, you're going to need a pen and paper so that you can join me in the 10 questions that I have for you today to help you reflect on this year of 2023. I can almost not believe it that again, another year has passed and Wow, so much has happened in this year for me, and I can imagine a lot has happened for you as well. And if you're a little bit like me, then reflecting and taking time to look back can be something that you tend to skip. I am someone that loves to look forward. I always see the next thing to expand into or the next project to start or the next (laughs) quality to embody more deeper. And my experience is that the more... I remind myself to take that time to reflect and integrate the more, yeah, the more I'm aware of all the growth that I'm actually going through. Otherwise, when you spend all this time on the edge of your expansion, it's very easy to overlook all the things that you can be grateful for, all the things that you can be celebrating, all the things that have gone really well for you. So in today's episode, I will share with you five questions to reflect on your personal life so you can look at your life as a whole and five questions to reflect on your professional life. So on your business journey this year. And I love doing both because both are very important to me. Like I love spending time with my business, but also my lifestyle is very, very important because when my business flows well, but my lifestyle is a mess or feels like a prison, then I will not enjoy my business so much and the other way around. So that's why five questions for your personal life, five questions for your professional life simple questions that you can expand on if you're like, okay, I would love to spend more time reflecting. I highly recommend to do so. I usually spend the month of December, a full month, not full time, but I take multiple moments during this month to look back, to look back at my numbers, uh, like the revenue with Women of Ancient Futures, to reflect back with my team, to reflect back with my partner on our relationship, to reflect with my friends and share about what has been the personal growth that we've gone through this year. 
Maybe I take time to do some rituals or a beautiful ceremony to close and reflect on the year. So I highly recommend to take that time in this month of December to look back and see all the growth that you've gone through, all the challenges that you've been dancing with, all the gems that have come from that. Okay, now, if I don't give you enough time for these 10 questions, just pause the episode and continue when you completed your writing, all right? Before we go into the five questions to reflect on your personal life, we're just going to take a moment for a short meditation, a short drop-in, a moment to connect to what has this year been like for you. So I invite you to make yourself comfortable and take a deep breath in and out. <sighs> to relax your shoulders, to relax your jaw, to relax your belly. Taking another deep breath down into your hips. <sighs> And just allowing with every in and out breath for your awareness to go from outside to inside. And slowly bringing your awareness to this year of 2023. Looking back, maybe you even remember some of the intentions that you started this year with. Maybe there were some key words. Like one of my keywords for this year was stability. Did you have a keyword for this year of 2023? And as you're scanning through the year and the experiences that you've gone through, the transformations that you've gone through, the celebrations, the challenges, just taking a moment to go over that whole year, noticing some things that maybe were really standing out for you on your personal journey. And then if you want, you can keep your eyes closed as I'm asking you the first question. The first question is, what are you celebrating? What are you proud of when you look at your life in 2023? And I really invite you to look at your personal life first because we will have five questions specifically for your business journey for your mission journey. So what on, about your personal life are you celebrating? Or can you be proud of? And here it's really important to include also the small things because you might go like, yeah, I could celebrate that, but it's maybe a bit small. Every big and small transformation is worth celebrating. Every big and small thing that you're proud of is worth celebrating. So what are you celebrating and what are you proud of? If you would not dim anything down. And then whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes and start writing. What are you celebrating? What are you proud of? To give an example for me, something I'm really proud of this year is my relationship and the growth that we've gone through together. I really feel a new level of calm and stability in the relationship with my partner. And it's really, really beautiful. Like before, I'll share a bit more about it in my challenges, but before we would create connection through intensity sometimes. And I feel that that layer is going out of the relationship. And what is moving back in is a deeper sense of ease, 
relaxation and stability, and I love it. So that's something I'm celebrating and I'm really proud of. What is it for you? Taking a moment to write that down. Beautiful. Now, the second question is, what are you grateful for? And if I'm going too fast, just pause the episode. Question number two, what are you grateful for this year? So look at your personal life or your life as a whole, seeing some of the things you're grateful for. Like one of them is my lifestyle. This year I was able to go for two months, two times one month to West Africa, Benin, to study and be in a, an indigenous initiation from the voodoo tradition in West Africa. And I'm so grateful that I can do that, that I can run my business, have this lifestyle where I can just travel whenever, wherever I want. It's something I'm super grateful for because it gives me that sense of freedom. I'm grateful that I start painting again. I actually have my easel. <laughs> I brought it back up from our basement and I'm going back into painting. Super grateful for that. And I'm grateful for our home, our home where I feel really inspired and at ease. So what is it for you? What are some of the things that you feel grateful for? And writing those down. Then we will slowly move to question number three. Number three is what has been your biggest transformation this year? What has been your biggest transformation this year? And I will again name an example from my own biggest transformation. For me, it is allowing instability. And stability, it's something that is definitely happening in my business, but this is not a question for the business specifically. But stability is a quality that has been opening in all areas of my life this year. So I can see it in my friendships, in my relationship. I can also see it in just how I live my life. Like I, <laughs> I had a lot of intensity in my life before and I would create connection through intensity, but I would also like grow through a sense of intensity. So it was, it's almost like a rocket that is like launching and it needs a lot of energy and intensity to move. That was me. <laughs> but now I feel like the rocket has gone through the atmosphere and I'm kind of breathing out and naturally growing and expanding from a place of ease. And so this sense of stability is my biggest transformation this year. And not feeling bored in that, because that's something that would happen with me before. I would feel bored in it, and then I would start to find another intensity to connect with. And this year, it has all been about stability, ease, consistency, in my own energy also. So not going like 200 kilometers an hour and then crashing and going 200 kilometers an hour and crashing, but really a consistent energy. So that's my biggest transformation. What is it for you? What has been your biggest transformation this year? And from there we go to number four. What has been your biggest challenge? And usually they are connected. Like when I also, I listened back to last year's episode that I did also to listen to my own uh, reflections on 2022. 
And one of the things I was also saying there is that my biggest transformation was also my biggest challenge. And I can say that that's true again for this year. So the biggest challenge for me has been the, the moment where I did see myself go into connection through intensity with my partner, for example, where I did see that we were creating conflict when we were just doing really, really well for a long time. <laughs> And it was just us hitting our upper limit and then creating conflict from that place of not being used to all that ease and flow together. So my biggest challenge has been connected to that, letting go of the ways I've been creating intensity and the shift to stability and ease. So that was definitely my biggest challenge this year. What is it for you, your biggest challenge? And then we go to number five, which is connected to four. Is there a way you can bring care or completion to this challenge? Is there a way you can bring care or completion? Now, why do I say care or completion is because sometimes the challenge might show some other layers in the next year. You know, we cannot always complete our challenges by command. They also have their natural cause. So either a way to find completion because maybe it does feel complete or some care. How can you bring care to this challenge? And you can also notice it by looking back this year, what has been really helping you in connection to this challenge? So what were some of the things you did for yourself that were really helping you to navigate this challenge? One thing that has been really helping me is to really welcome communication from vulnerability. When I do that, it really helps me with this challenge of creating connection through intensity. So it's really allowing my vulnerability to be present in my communication and in, and in my energy. That was one. Another way that I could bring completion to this challenge is a really beautiful ritual that I did together with my partner. We were burning a candle and we had a situation happening earlier this year that created a really big storm in our relationship and there were some things not fully spoken about that situation so we created a candle where we used the burning of that candle which was like a one hour candle or 45 minute candle and we used that candle to share everything that we didn't share yet everything that we needed to still share in order to feel complete with that situation and then once we both did that we went to the second candle again a 45 minute candle or one hour candle i'm not sure and then we shared all the, the lessons and gifts that we received from that situation. And that was our way of together finding a completion to that challenge, that storm that we've been through together. So those are just some examples. What is a way for you that you can bring more care or completion to this challenge? Is there maybe a ritual that you can do? Is there maybe some words that you still need to express? Do you maybe need to give yourself some nourishment by booking yourself a massage or taking some time off? How can you bring care or completion to this challenge? Amazing. Now, those are the five questions for your personal life. And like I said at the beginning, if you feel you want to expand on them or extend, 
the amount of questions, then feel free to do so. You can do it now by pausing the episode or you can come back to it later and see if there's any other reflections that want to happen on your personal life. And then we will move on to your professional life. I love reflecting on this. I love reflecting on my business. I love reflecting like emotionally, energetically on my business journey this year. But I also love reflecting very practically, looking at all the numbers. And we'll go into that in one of the questions. I will not share too much about it, but I highly recommend to do this at least once a year, but actually every quarter would be even better or every month. Learn to look at your business, learn to look at your business journey, even if it's not giving you the results yet that you're longing for. And I see this happen a lot where we don't have the results yet that we're longing for. We turn to look away for not wanting to fully look at it. But the more you can look at the results, at the processes of growth in your business, whether they're energetic or practical, the more the relationship with your business will actually deepen. Just a quick break from this week's episode to let you know that registration is open for my 90-minute masterclass, Five Keys to Create a Lifestyle Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. These are 90 minutes completely for free that will help you to no longer feel trapped or limited by your current lifestyle. It will help you release the doubt and unclarity about your visions and dreams and help you to dissolve your own fears and limiting beliefs around what is possible for you. This masterclass will also point you into the direction of a mission that fulfills you to your core. And I know this is possible for you because I did the same and I've been supporting hundreds of women in creating a lifestyle beyond their wildest dreams. I was a social worker working in a nine to five job, a job that I in some ways loved, but also in many ways felt limited by. I felt a deeper potential and a big dream to be able to travel the world whenever, wherever I want, to work with women from all over the world. I had a big dream to create a location-independent lifestyle with a conscious loving partner and a community of like-hearted friends. And so all that I learned along the way I poured into this 90-minute masterclass for you to discover the steps to create a lifestyle beyond your wildest dreams, to find trust in your vision and dreams, connect with the version of you that is already living it and doing it, and tap into the mission that feels true to your heart and soul. I warmly welcome you into the five keys to create a lifestyle beyond your wildest dreams. You can find the link below this episode. Click the link and register now and join me to live a lifestyle beyond your wildest dreams. Back to the episode now. Okay, five questions to reflect on your professional life. So before we go into the next five questions, I highly recommend to take a moment to close your eyes again. Take a deep breath in and out. And just take a moment to specifically connect to your business journey this year. And it doesn't matter if you're still in a developing stage or if you're already running your business for a decade or more. Just whatever your business journey has been for you this year. And take a moment to tap into your business, your mission, the work you've been doing this year. 
How has it been for you? And equally as important to celebrate in your personal life as well, it is very important to celebrate in your professional life as well. So question number six for your business journey is what are you celebrating or what are you proud of? What are you celebrating? What are you proud of this year in your business journey? So important because celebration is integration. When you're going through these growth experiences in your business or in yourself in connection to your business, it's really beautiful. It's like stretching your skin. But then to celebrate and look at what you're proud of allows you to settle in that new skin. Very important, if not more important. So what are you celebrating and what are you proud of in your business journey? Again, I will give some examples by sharing about mine. So 2023 for Women of Ancient Futures has been the most consistent year in content. Last year as well, but this year we've been even more consistent with weekly episodes on the podcast, sometimes a marathon break, and also posting an average of three times a week on social media, uh, weekly emails. Like we've been the most consistent ever, and I'm super proud of that. Also, the Seeing in the Dark podcast belongs to the 5% best viewed podcast on Spotify in the category spirituality. And I'm super proud of that because I don't have a gigantic audience with Women of Ancient Futures, but the audience that is there is very connected and very committed to listen to, for example, the podcast. So thank you, everybody, for listening. I feel really, really grateful for that. Yeah, and the next thing that I'm really celebrating as well is I made some really big changes this year with Women of Ancient Futures. Big changes. And it was scary because it invited me to let go of my biggest, one of my two biggest launches this year. It was scary. <laughs> I didn't know if everything was going to be all right, but by me trusting my intuition, it actually made space for the year training to be birthed. So... I'm really proud that I always dare to let go in my business, even if I have no idea if we're going to make it, even if I have no idea where it's going to lead us. I am true to my intuition and through what feels authentic and true in my business in each moment. And I'm really proud of that. Yes, there are so many more. But for now, I just want to also ask you, what are you celebrating and what are you proud of in your business journey? Then we're going to number seven. What has been working well in your business this year? So what is, have been some really good decisions? What has been working well? So for me, what has been working really well is daring to expand the team. We're now all together five, including myself. That has been working really well. Stabilizing each team member in their role has been working really well. Going down to three days a week of working Super, it's been working really well. I mean, this is a recent decision, but it feels like a very good decision. And also every year taking time off for my personal initiations. So this year it was my voodoo initiations in West Africa. That has been working really well as well, because all of that together made sure that I am here today, still with Women of Ancient Futures and all the programs in there feeling deeply aligned to me and the soul of my business. 
So what has been working well in your business journey this year? And again, it can be very small things. It can be very big things. It can be something in your inner process, and it can be something in practical results. All right. And then we're going to question number eight. What have been the practical results for your business this year? Whether you are happy with them or not, <laughs> this is important to look at you guys. Like really, if I would have a bad year, I would tend to look away from it. But actually, can you practice to then also look at it? Can you then practice to look at it and be okay with it? Be kind with it. Be in trust that your business is growing, whether you see it in the practical results or not. Sometimes business growth means inner growth first, yeah? And if you look at the results and you have reached some of your goals or you have even out, like exceeded some of your goals, then take time to celebrate those as well. So take a look at revenue. Take a look at the costs this year. What have you been launching? When you go into our team board, which we have on Trello, you will see each and every launch that we did this year. And also how many women joined from masterclasses to our programs. I love looking at that. I love to look back and see, oh my God, we did all these programs and all these launches this year. So have a look at that. What is the growth of your email list, your social media platforms, the visitors on your website? And if you haven't been writing that down beginning of this year, I highly recommend to start doing it because it can be so easy to go like, oh, I'm still not on that 10,000 followers or I'm still not on my, I don't know how many thousand email lists, but actually, where were you beginning this year? And can you see where you are now and see that growth? That's so good to see. So if you haven't been doing that this year, start writing that down now so you can reflect back on it next year. So revenue, costs, what have you been launching? What is the growth of your email list, social media platforms, visitors on your website? And how are you feeling about it? How are you feeling about it? Very important to notice because the more you can be relaxed in your results, whether they are disappointing or surprising, <laughs> the more you can be relaxed, the more the relationship with your business can deepen, the more the relationship with your business can be one of ease and from ease. Yeah, so relax. Relax with the results. Like, for example, the, the opposite of that was when I hit my first six-figure year, I was completely overwhelmed. I was not feeling relaxed with that results. I needed to learn to relax my body with that result, yeah? Same for when I would have a year where it was completely disappointing. It would feel terrible and I needed time to learn to relax with that result. So searching for your practical results, learn to relax with them and celebrate them also. Amazing. Number nine, what is calling for change or what hasn't been working well this year? What is calling for change or what hasn't been working well this year? So, for example, if you look at your results and you're judging them, 
then the first thing that needs to change is your relationship to your results. <laughs> first thing that needs to change. Yeah, that's one example. So what is calling for change or what hasn't been working well this year? So one thing that was calling me for change is to go from four and a half days a week of working to three days a week so that I have more space for creativity and hobbies and other things that I love doing because my life was so much evolving around my business and still it is, but I also really wanted to make more space for other things again. Another thing that has been calling for change is me finding that sense of ease in my business and even deeper trust after letting go of one of my two biggest launches this year, I was feeling really nervous and I wasn't sure if it was all going to work out, but I knew if I'm not following my intuition now, I'm going to leave part of myself behind. So I needed to make that change in my business because if I wouldn't have, it would have been a complete disaster. So what is calling for change or what hasn't been working well this year? And that leads us into question number 10. What is important to leave behind in this year? What is important to leave behind and what will you take with you into the new year? So one of the things I need to leave behind in this year is to doubt life, to doubt that life always has my back because I keep meeting new and new layers where I'm doing that. Like in the beginning of the year, when one of my biggest two launches didn't happen, I was doubting and I said to my partner, I don't know what life is planning for me. And if it is that Women of Ancient Futures needs to crumble to the ground, I'm here for it. It's okay. But I was also feeling all that doubt of like, shit, this is my main income and what's happening. I don't know where we're going. And so what I need to leave behind is those layers of doubting life. Because what life was actually doing is making space for my year training to be birthed. So now I'm here having my beautiful mastermind and my year training. So what are you invited to leave behind in 2023? What doubt or insecurity or challenge? What unclarity? And what do you want to take with you? Because what I will take with me is a deep trust that life always has my back, even in the moments where I cannot see it, even in the moments where I'm not sure how it has my back, to trust that it always does and always will and always has been. So what is it for you? What are you leaving behind and what are you taking with you? And those were the five questions for your business journey. Now, if you want to celebrate any of these questions with me, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM on Instagram. That's always where you can reach me personally the easiest. So send me a message and I would love to celebrate with you any of your biggest transformations, your biggest celebrations, your business results, whatever you feel inspired to share. I would love to hear it. And yeah, hopefully these 10 questions can help you to be more clear on all the beautiful growth that you've gone through this year and to start next year from clarity, to start next year with a clean slate, to start next year with excitement, because even more growth and transformation is going to come your way in 2024. 
I send you much love and see you in next week's episode. Did you receive any inspiration, motivation, or powerful breakthroughs by listening to this episode? Then please share this episode by taking a screenshot and tagging me in your stories at nicole.nima.costeres. I would love to celebrate you, share you in my stories, and it would mean so much to have my work reach more powerful, passionate women like you. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you next week.